0: Welcome to Just a Thought with your host, Mark Short. I'm Mark Short, and this is Just a Thought. Well, if you know uh, my mom, Jean Short, you know that she has um, weathered a few storms in her life, and uh, today we celebrate her 80th Ninth birthday. Now, I say today uh, as it's April the 12th when our uh, podcast releases, and she'll be 89 as of April 12th. And so we celebrate her. We wish her a happy birthday. We love her. uh, We're glad she's still with us. She moved to Newburgh uh, from Joplin about four years ago so that we could help take care of her. And she's just doing really well. I think the older she gets, uh, the better she gets and it seems like the healthier she gets. She she thrived through the COVID thing. She hasn't been sick hardly at all. Uh, before COVID, it seemed like she was sick all the time with all kinds of stuff going on and uh, this year, she hasn't been sick hardly at all and it seems to be getting stronger and better as she goes along. Now, I will say she is aging and she is uh, having some challenges with her Uh, memory and things like that, but that's been going on for a little while, and even though it does seem to progress, it's not drastically progressing, and so uh, she's still doing pretty good and is always glad to hear from people and see them when they visit, and we finally got back into her room uh, and got into her facility after not being able to go in there for about a year uh, just in the last couple of three weeks. And so uh, it's, been, it's been good to have mom close by after we had lived in Indiana for a number of years and saw her just a handful of times every year when we would go up to check on her after dad had passed away and help her with different things. But happy birthday, Gene Doyce. I appreciate you and love you. And, and uh, as you always tell everybody, I am your son. You gave birth to me. And uh, for those that might be listening in that have some questions about that, Trust me, uh, we have the birth certificate to prove it. So anyway, if you know my mom, you know that she was raised by deaf parents. She lived in a world of silence for the first several years of her life. She and her brother were not deaf. They could talk. They could hear. But neither of her parents, their parents, uh, my grandma and grandpa, could hear or speak. And so my mom actually learned how to talk on her hands before she learned how to talk verbally. And my Uncle George had to teach her all of those things and really kind of became a third parent to her as he helped raise her and taught her how to to speak verbally, considering since grandma and grandpa could not do that. But anyway, my mom has faced a lot of challenges through the years, and because of those challenges that she lived through and overcame, she had a a tremendous testimony that she uh, shared often uh, in large groups, some of the big ladies conferences that happened a number of years ago. And then she uh, even, I had the honor of having her teach uh, Sunday school classes. Class for me, when we pastored in Southwest City for a number of years, had a great class, and, and it was just a real joy for me to get to see my mom uh, do her thing. She was an excellent teacher. She was well-studied and always prepared. and. Uh, she, she loved being used by the Lord. I said all that to share kind of the thought that I'm going to share with you today, and, and I'm a little more specific in the group that I'm addressing today, although it's applicable to all of us, or will be at some point if we live long enough, but I kind of want to talk to some of our seniors that are listening in, of which I am one of those, although I'm not quite as old as my mom uh, is turning today. I'm getting there, and uh Lord Terry's. And he's gracious. And I ever get to that place, um, I know that I'll probably battle some of these things that I'm about to talk about uh, this uh, the, today. I was driving along some time ago, uh, going somewhere. I don't even remember where. And as I was observing different things along the road, I uh, I noticed an old chair that was setting out in someone's front yard, and it was left alone. No longer to be used, probably just there waiting to be disposed of. Immediately, I thought to myself, (laughs) if that chair were not an inanimate object and had a way to express feelings and thoughts, I I wonder what its feelings were and what it was thinking at that given point in time. You know, The first things I thought were probably the extreme loneliness and sadness of that chair that had been used and sat in by no telling how many people through the years. It served its purpose faithfully through the years, never complaining, just doing its job, being what it was created to be. And now it had come to the time that it was no longer needed and was being thrown aside. Probably, ...replaced by a newer one. Not because it couldn't do its job anymore, but because someone decided that they wanted something different, something newer. And the last thought I had was my imagination expressing itself in the form of that lonely chair crying out to be used again. Someone please just sit down and let me provide you with what I was created for, place of comfort, place of rest. I know this illustration is a little different, but I'm not just thinking about chairs this today and this morning as I record this. I'm thinking about people, lonely people, people who feel they no longer have a place, not just older people, but people who've lost their sense of purpose. Friends, the world is filled with hurting individuals who matter, and who need someone to come along and help them feel fulfillment again. They need to know that their lives haven't been set to the side in preference to someone else's. They need to know they have more reason to exist than to just be disposed of. I I guess I'm, I'm just, I don't know, getting more sentimental as I get older. But for a number of years, I have, um, I've, I've, I don't want to say this, so you won't think of me as being like he's out there. What in the world? Who thinks like that? I, uh, I always, I, I've grown close to inanimate objects. You know, cars, vehicles that have served me faithfully and served me well, Uh, things that uh, I used until I couldn't use them any longer. And before I literally had to dispose of them or trade them in or sell them to someone else, it was almost like. I felt compelled to thank them. You know, I had a a green Ford F-150 short bed truck. I'd never owned a truck before, but in 19... 1989, 99, maybe 99. Is that right? No. Yeah, 99. Lord, I am getting old. For whatever reason, I wanted a truck. I'd never owned a truck and and I found this beautiful uh, green F-150, not a long bed, short bed truck that I just fell in love with uh, at a, at a, Ford dealership in Carthage, Missouri, and I think I'd seen it when we'd gone to Carthage maybe for one of the boys' basketball games, and so I drove all the way back up there about an hour from Southwest City to look at it, and I ended up making a deal for it and landed that truck, and it's the, it's the vehicle, and I've owned a lot of vehicles, but it's the one vehicle I've owned longer than any other vehicle. I had it 10 years, and until we moved to Indiana in 2009, I owned that truck. And I love that truck, uh, drove a lot of miles, it never gave me any trouble, didn't have hardly any problems at all. And man, I almost cried when I uh, traded that truck in for another truck, uh, I almost felt like I was doing something wrong. But I, I just kind of patted that truck as I walked away, said, thank you for all the, the miles you've carried me and taken me places and the experiences that we've shared, and I appreciate uh, what you've what you've given me now that may sound funny to you, but I think we need to appreciate the things, most especially the people in our lives who have faithfully been there. They have done what God brought them into our lives to do to help us, to encourage us, to bless us, to serve us, to be what we needed them to be for that season in our life, whether it be a chair or a truck or a friend or a loved one, whatever. I think we need to appreciate those things and those people in our lives because Think about what your life may or may not have been without them. We need to We need to know, and people need to know, the people in our lives need to know that they are valuable to us and that we appreciate them and that we need them. And I say that in respect to people that are part of our lives, but I want everyone to hear that today. You're valuable. We need you. You are not used up and no longer needed just because you have reached a certain number age-wise. We have a place for you. God has a job for you. You were created to bring glory to Him, and we still need your involvement in this world. We need your prayers. We need your praise. We need your ideas, your your experiences, your gifts, your talents. We need those things. I don't think you ever grow too old to serve the Lord. I really don't, and I say that because I'm getting older, and I feel like in some ways I've just begun to serve the Lord now. I may not pastor, I may never be a senior pastor again. I did that for close to 30 years. I've been in the ministry as a pastor of one kind or another for 40-something years now, a long time, and I may never serve in the same capacity that I've served in in, in years past past, you know, my mom may never teach a Sunday school class again. She may never speak, most likely, at a large convention again. Doesn't mean she can't serve the Lord and that she's not still useful and valuable. And I think a lot of times older people seem to feel like that chair. We're just set out in the yard and we're just being, you know, just waiting to be disposed of or replaced. Let me say this. Nobody can replace you. Nobody can take your place because only you have the unique abilities, gifts, and talents that that God gave you that he didn't give anybody else. So nobody will ever fit just like you fit. I I use this illustration a lot in welcoming people into our church through a class that I teach. And I say, I've always likened the body of Christ to a large puzzle. Now, I I never loved puzzles. I never was good at them. They were frustrating to me. I never could find the right piece to go in the right place. And so I stayed away from puzzles, but I know how they work. And some people, they love them. The more pieces to put together, the better it is for them. And, and of course, uh, some of those puzzles, you get them all put together, all the pieces in place, and it presents you with some beautiful, majestic, you know, portraits of mountains and scenery and all kinds of stuff. But that was just never me. I didn't I didn't get into that. But I always know this. There's a lot of pieces involved. You can get that let's say you have a 999 piece puzzle and you get it all put together, but there's a piece missing. 998 of those puzzle pieces are in place, but the 999th piece, wherever it is on the puzzle board, it's gone. When you look at that puzzle, what's the first thing you see? You don't see all the pieces that are in place. You see the one that's not there, the one unique piece that completes that whole puzzle that makes that thing the way it's supposed to be. What I'm trying to say is a puzzle is dependent on however many pieces, let's say 999, 999 unique pieces in their place providing what they provide to make that thing complete, whole, and... And everything it's supposed to be. And if one piece is missing, that thing isn't the way it's supposed to be. It's not complete. It's not right. And I can tell you this is this is a truth. You are that unique to society, to your family, to the church, to whatever you're a part of. What you present, what you bring to the table is so unique, nobody could ever replace you. That's how God made you to be. And and he, you know, he he wants you. As long as you're on this earth to fill your place and make the puzzle completely complete. He wants you to make it what it's supposed to be and not think that, well, I'm just too old. I, I can't do it anymore. I can't serve my place. I You know, you may transition. You may not speak before large crowds. You may not teach Sunday school classes. You may not lead worship times. You may not do whatever you've done through the years, but there's something you can do. We're not going to set you. God never sets us out in the front yard to await our destruction. But he has a glorious plan for each of us until we leave this earth for eternity. Not only do we need to know this today, we need to share this with the so many lonely, hurting people that we come into contact with every day. And we come into contact with a lot of people that fit this description. We need to make them know that they're still valuable, part of something that needs them, which is the kingdom of God. Do God a favor and set it. an old chair this week. Just make it feel useful. Make it feel like it's fulfilling its purpose again. I have sadly come into contact with too many people that cross a threshold and think in their mind, for whatever reason, there's no place for them anymore. They just don't fit anymore. Well, as long as a puzzle exists and you're a piece of it, there'll always be a place for you. We have to encourage both the young and the old that they are valuable and that we're not just waiting for them to not look long enough for us to take them and remove them from the living room to the yard until somebody comes and hauls them off. No, we need them as a centerpiece in our lives for as long as God allows them to be with us. I thank God for my mom and dad. My dad passed away 10 years ago at the age of 83, and I still miss him. I miss what he brought to my life every time I'd pick up the phone and call and be able to talk to my dad. I know when the time comes, I'm going to miss my mom if she doesn't outlive me. And if she does, then she'll miss me, hopefully. But the truth is, the people in our lives, no matter how old they get, they'll always be a valuable part. And when they're gone, trust me, hopefully we will appreciate even more what they brought to our lives. But while they're with us, please take the time to appreciate them and reinforce their value to them. As I've said, there's a world of lonely people that if you and I would just take a little bit of time out of our busy schedules and give some of that time to them, let them know how much we love them, how much we care about them, and how much we still need them in so many different ways. It's sad to me that some people think because of their age that they're of no value to the church anymore. I think the older you get, maybe the more valuable you get because you have experiences that younger people don't have yet they need to hear about your experiences they need to be they need to lean into you for your your experience and your knowledge and what you can share with them that will help them well that's my thought for today again i want to wish my mom happy birthday Happy eighty-ninth birthday. Goodness gracious. Who'd ever thought? She's lived longer than anybody in her family or in my dad's family for well, no, that's not true. Some of Dad's family lived a little longer, but as far as the harms go, I think she's lived longer than just about anybody. And uh who knows? She may be around another 10 years. <laughs> I don't know. But happy birthday, Gene Doyce. I love you. And uh uh, we celebrate you today. And we celebrate all of you out there today, no matter how old you are. And I hope you've heard what God has spoken through this thought today. We need you. You're valuable. And uh, if you'll allow us to, give us a chance to, to to just be a part of everything that you represent and keep being what you're, you're called to be. Keep doing what God called you to do. Praise God. Well, that's my thought. I'm glad you joined me again this week. Hope you'll come back again next week as we continue our Just a Thought journey. Till then, have a great one. Bless you. Thanks for listening to Just a Thought with your host, Mark Short. If you have any questions, comments, or have any prayer requests that Mark can pray over, please email him, justathoughtmark at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe and catch new episodes each and every week.